But we're going to go further into our, into the word of, that we believe in God for as he God been leading us in the unusual and our foundation of scripture has been Isaiah 28 and 21. We're going to talk about unusual expectation tonight because we know that we will never experience what we don't expect. But let's read our foundation of scripture, Isaiah 28 and 21. For the Lord will rise up as at Mount Perizim. He will be stirred up as in the valley of Gibeon to do his task, his unusual task, and to work his work, his extraordinary work. The more I go into this uh, week after week and just uh, you know, really read and, and dissect this word right here. As he said, to rightly divide the word of truth. And it says to do his task, his unusual task. God's task is, is to do the unusual. God specializes in doing the unusual. Those things that uh, we really think is it's out of the norm. Those things that some some may even think is impossible. But we know in Mark chapter 9, he said, all things are possible to them that believe. It say, for the Lord will rise up as in Mount Perizim. And what we have to do when we read in the scripture, we have to personalize the thing. Not only, amen, because Romans 2 tells us that God is not a respected person. So if he was able to rise up in Mount Perizim, he can rise up in our, in our situation. He can rise up in our lives, in our community. He can rise up in our family. He can rise up in whatever, whatever we need him to rise up. But most of all, he said to do his task, his unusual task, and to work his work, his extraordinary work. You know, we believe in God for unusual manifestation, unusual miracles, and and unusual moments and, and movements in our lives, in our ministry, in our children and grandchildren. We just believe in God for this unusual. We, we, we've learned and come to this point that, that God would do unusual things in our life if we believe him for them. And this is what Mark 9 come in and we say, all things are possible to them that believe. So what we have to understand that possibilities for us is between us and God, our, uh, us believing that it is possible and that most of all, that God want to do it for us. And I think that's where a, what, what believers need to come to a point where they will maximize their faith and most of all, understand their covenant with God and understand that they are God's son, favorite sons and daughters and that God wants to do the unusual in their life, that God will do the unusual. Amen. We have to come to grips, amen, that, that God has a covenant with us. And just as we're talking about uh, un, unusual expectation, now we have to understand and be reminded of, of Jeremiah 29, 11, where he said, his thoughts of us are good and not evil to give us an expected end. Glory to God. So we have to understand and, and, and we cannot allow a mistake or, or a disclaimer or a shortcoming, uh, you know, uh, put pressure on us and get us to back up off our expectation because we think, well, I, you know, I'm still struggling with this or, or I did this and, and God ain't going to. No, we got to understand our covenant with God. You, we got to get more a more revelation on, on righteousness and most of all, his love for us. You got it? So, amen, it's so important. It's God's desire that we experience unusual miracles in our lives, unusual manifestations. We've learned that it can come through prophecy, it can come through preaching, it can come through prayer, it can come through the laying on of hands, it can come through, amen, confessing the word of God. We have to understand, amen, what, what, is, what, what, what God is saying here. We got to, amen, really, really believe God for the unusual, amen. It's the will of God. We, we're preparing our hearts, the reason that we stand with this verse, so that we can prepare our hearts for, for, for uncommon and unusual breakthroughs, unusual, a, unusual 
uh, measures of faith and unusual measures of the presence of God. We have to understand the importance of this. And, and I want to say, amen, go to, if you will, go to, hallelujah, I want you to go to uh, Proverbs, Proverbs, Proverbs 23. Go to Proverbs, the 23rd chapter. Hallelujah. We're talking about tonight, unusual expectation. Proverbs 23, I'm going to read it from the Amplified, but I'm going to start the 17th verse. It says, let not your heart envy sinners, but continue in the reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord all the day long. For surely there is a latter end, a future and a reward, and your hope and expectation shall not be cut off. Hear, my son, and be wise, and direct your mind in the way of the Lord. The expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or, or, or that will be the case in the future. You got it? So it says, and I want to put emphasis on, he said that our expectation shall not be cut off. So whatever we expect God to do, it will not be cut off. God said whatever we expect, he going to make it happen for us. It, is, it doesn't matter. It, and this is what Mark 9 coming to play even more, that all things are possible to them that believe. God is saying our expectation will not be cut off. So what we, we will never experience what we don't expect. So we need to expect God to do everything he said he would do in our lives from, from Genesis to Revelation. He said whatever we expect, it will not be cut off. He will bring this thing to fast. You got it? You got to understand expectation has power. Right, yeah. A promise is grounds for expectation. This means if God gave you a promise, there's a way to receive that promise. You know, some don't succeed because they don't expect to succeed. So if you don't expect to succeed, that's what's going to happen because he said your expectation will not be cut off. So this, 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 this promise... It can work for us or it can work against us. Does that make sense to you? Because if he said your expectation won't be cut off, so if a person don't expect to succeed, guess what? They're not going to succeed because what they're expecting, God is going to honor it. So the prime example, one of, the, one, of, one, of, one, of the, uh, one of the statements that a lot of people make that don't make a bit of sense when they, when they, when they insert for employment and, and they may have a job interview. And they make this statement. They say, well, uh, you know, um, I'm going out looking for jobs. I'm, I got an interview today. I'm, I'm hoping for the best, but I'm expecting the worst. Well, you might as well undress and don't even go. See that you see, this is why we need to be in a word-based church. We need to sit up under some good teaching so that the word can get broke down to us. Because listen, you understand me? See, you pick up things what other people say, and it don't even make sense. And that's why Proverbs 6 and 2 say we are trapped. We are ensnared by the word of our own mind. So if you say I'm I'm, I'm gonna go to this interview, I'm hoping for the best, but I'm expecting the worst. Well, if your expectation ain't gonna be cut off, guess what? You ain't gonna get high. Because you just said you expecting for the worst. So we got to be very, very careful and stop practicing this, this victim vocabulary. And we got to become specialists in confessing the word of God. That's why I say call those things that be not as though they were. Most of us are living in our expectation. We, we, we are experiencing what we've been expecting. And we don't have the faith. You got to have the faith to begin to, to, to say the things that you expect. That's why Paul tells us over there in 2 Corinthians 4 and 13, he said, we having the same spirit of faith 
He said, I believe and spoke. He said, therefore, if you believe, you have to speak. So you got to speak the things that you believe in God for because you would never experience what you don't expect. Does that make sense? Expectation is to anticipate hope or trust. It is that characteristic of faith that grabs hold of the promise. That grabs hold of the promise. Uh, the woman with the issue of blood, you know, she, she said, if, if, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. She, she expected that if I can touch him, glory be to God, I shall be made whole. Now go over to Acts chapter 3. We're going we're gonna to see, amen, how, 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 how this expectation come and play. But I, I want you to understand, it's the will of God to bring your expected end to pass. Everything that God has promised you, it's his will to bring it to pass. That's what Jeremiah 29, 11 says. He said that, you know, my thoughts of you are good and not evil to give you your expected end. Let's go to Acts chapter 3. I'm going to read from the first verse down to the sixth verse. I want you to see this here. It said, now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked alms. And Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, here it is, expecting to receive something from them. Even this beggar understood the power of expectation. He understood that he, will, he, won't, he won't experience what he, amen, if he don't expect it, he will not experience, though he was, amen, only looking for silver, some change. He, you know what I'm saying? He, he you know, so, so he said, and, and, and he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something from, of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. So we see right here that Peter and John, you know, uh, according to the scripture, they encountered a crippled man begging for arms. And, 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 and what we have to understand, this is a memorable encounter containing a powerful spiritual truth. The beggar was expecting to receive something from Peter, but he responds to the man with these powerful words, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. You got it? So now, now Peter and John, you know, they, you know, they, they was going on their merry way, but, but, but because of this guy's expectation, this day he got more than what he was expecting for he was already in expectation. You know what I mean? So, so my, my point is, you know, your expectation won't be won't get cut off. You know, he was expecting to get some change. He was panhandling, so to speak, uh, for change. But this day, glory to God, Ephesians 3 and 20 manifested for him. Where Ephesians 3 and 20 said, Now to him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think. He was only asking for some change. He was only thinking what he's going to regularly get, some change. But that day, uh, the power of God manifested in a whole other level. You know, an unusual miracle manifested, an unusual manifestation. He experienced an unusual moment. That's what we believe in God for. We believe in God for unusual miracles and unusual moments and 
unusual manifestation and this beggar he experienced an unusual manifestation he wasn't looking for the manifestation of healing because the scriptures say that he was lame from his mother's womb so he just had to settle and accept it that I'm going to be a cripple for the rest of my life glory to God and we have to ask ourselves what areas of our life have we just settled for less than God's best not believing that God can do the supernatural in our life. Not believing God for unusual. See, the beggar thought money was the answer to his problem. But it was the anointed words he needed. Glory be to God. It was the anointed word. That's why we got to sit up under anointed word. We got, we, got to, we got to speak anointed words. Anointed words got to be spoken over our life. There are two important actions in this testimony. One is the expectation of the beggar. Because the scriptures say he expected and then the other is the word spoken by Peter. The man expects and Peter speaks. Glory to God. The man expects according, according, to, uh, according to Psalm, uh, according to verse, verse 5 and it's saying he gave heed unto them expecting to receive something of them. So the man expects and Peter speaks. My question to you, what about you? When you come to service, you should come to service expecting, glory be to God, to get a word from the Lord. Expecting, amen, if God don't speak to nobody, he gonna speak to me. If God don't clarify and verify to nobody, he gonna clarify and verify to me. If God don't do nothing, he gonna do something for me because I'm going in expectation mode because expectation is the breeding ground for miracles. Do you get it? So we got to understand, we got to understand here, amen, that could it be possible when you worship God with an attitude of expectation that he knows what you need? So the takeaway here is this, expectation positions you to receive a kingdom benefit. Anytime you get in the presence of the Holy Spirit, get your expectation level up. Expect to receive, that's called faith. Glory be to God. See, that's why the word of God says, faith without works is dead. You know, it's the corresponding action component of faith. You know what I'm saying? You are don't don't just be coming, don't just come out of out of just out of out of out of out of out of out of you know just out of formality. Just don't be coming out of out of riches. You got to understand God God is not God is not limited to anything. God is not hindered. But what happened? He He's limited to our expectation. He is limited to our faith. So if we don't have the faith and if we don't have the, the expectation, he, he limited. That's what limited him. See, we got to stop thinking, amen, that it's about, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, how many people it is or, 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 or this. No, no. Our, expect, our lack of expectation, our lack of faith is what limit God. That's why I say, you know, uh, you know uh, without faith it is impossible to please him. Hebrews 11 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Glory to God. So we got to understand, amen, the importance, amen, of, 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 of moving in expectation. Does that make sense to you? Yes, yes. Glory to God. Amen. Unusual expectation, it provides a platform for amazing miracles and breakthroughs. This was an amazing miracle and breakthrough for this beggar. Yeah. See, it, this, this, it was another day. It was just another day, and he was just going through his, his normal routine. Right. Yeah. See, and that's why we got to be careful, because sometimes sometime we just, once again, you said a formality. Sometimes we just get in a, a formality, a formality yeah. phase. Yeah. Okay, well, it's, it's Sunday morning. Let me get up. Let me go to church. Let me clap a little bit. Yeah. Let me say glory to God. Yeah, I, and it's, I, I, I come praising you, you, now. Right. Sometimes I guess I don't have come with the expectation. Right. 
Cover. See, we got to come with expectation. Yeah. We can't come. We can't come just thinking, hey, man, that it's gonna be the same, same old thing. Uh, yeah. uh, this gonna happen at this time, and this gonna happen at this time, and this gonna happen at this time. No, we got to come with expectation. We got to come with expectation. You understand me? Expectation is the platform for amazing miracles and breakthroughs to the the manifest. You know, he was expecting, glory be to God, he he got more than what he was expecting for. Being in expectation uh, 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 is the breeding ground for miracles. Being in expectation provokes manifestation. Being in expectation, uh, you know, is is a platform for miracles. Though, glory to God, though he was just settling and and expecting just some change, God said, I'm going to do something above what he is expecting. He's the God that amen that will do exceedingly abundant above all glory to God that we ask and think. So being the amen, so so you never know the day that God uh, just going to give you a bonus. Glory to God. So God gave this boy a bonus that day. Though he came, amen, he was just he was just doing his, his normal panhandling. You know, when he seen the men and women of God come by, he was just going to ask him for some change. Amen. But God gave him a bonus that day. Glory to God. God said, I'm going to do something supernatural. He is an expectation. Though he's settling for less than my best for him, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reward him with a bonus, and I'm going to do exceedingly above, above some change for him today. Glory to God. I'm going to let him be able to take up his bed and walk. I'm going to let him experience something that he, he never experienced from, from his mother's womb. He never experienced walking. He never experienced uh, folding up his own mat. He never experienced getting a shadow. He never experienced skipping. Glory to God. He never experienced trotting. He never experienced a fast walk. He never experienced that. Amen. I'm going to let him experience another part of me. Because he expected Ah, glory to God. Unusual expectation provides a platform for amazing miracles and breakthroughs. And and if nobody get a breakthrough, if nobody experience a move of God, you can always experience a move of God and you can always get a breakthrough if you expect it. As a believer, as God's favorite sons and daughters, if, yeah. if we're not expecting, we're doing, we doing ourselves and God a great disservice. Right. we actually dishonoring God if we don't expect something. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, my God, my God. See, expectation creates an atmosphere that is looking for the move of God. See, this is why, amen, you know, uh, as, as your man of God, as you all apostle, you know what I'm saying? I need, I need you all to expect a move of God. Yeah. So as the word coming forth and, and, and the word is being the word is being scattered, glory be to God. See, because I understand that many people have taught that, amen, that, that the word be sown on good ground. The word actually be scattered. See, because if the word, amen, I understand, amen, that, that how they teach over there, Mark, that, that the word was sown on, on, on hard ground and, yeah. and this kind of ground. Well, you know, uh, the word is scattered. See, because if the word was sown, it couldn't be picked back up. Glory to God. Something that's sown, something that's sown goes in the ground. You understand me? So the word is being scattered. My God, my God. Preach, black man, preach. The word be scattered. Amen. When, when it's going out. So what we got to understand, uh, you know, I need you all to be expecting a move of God. You know, for the visitors, for you all that's current. You know, I need you all to be expecting God to do something supernatural and like to encourage and inspire your faith. So that, amen, we can keep the momentum going. The amen, the maximize ministry, the multiply membership. Glory be to God. We have to always be expecting because expectation. Expectation, glory to God, 
provides a platform for amazing miracles and breakthroughs. When you begin to move in expectation, catch this, when you begin to move in expectation, you are anticipating something supernatural. I'm going to say it again. When you begin to move in expectation, you are anticipating something supernatural. Your heart, glory to God, becomes stirred and you know that something is about to happen. Yeah. You ain't wishing. <laughs> you know something is about to happen. This is the entryway to the miraculous realm. So, so you know, I, I believe tonight that, that God wants to wipe out the disappointment in your heart and release unusual expectation of you. He wants to get you on the edge of your seat. Glory to God. Amen. Looking, waiting, and watching. He wants you to be asking what will come next. Glory be to God. This is a powerful position to be in. You are literally on the verge of your seat. You are literally on the verge of a mega move of God. I'm prophesying. You, you on the verge of a mega move of God in your home, in your life, in your family. Amen. Allow your heart to soar higher into the realm of possibilities and dreams. Because he said all things are possible to them that believe. All things are possible to them that believe. He made us a promise in Jeremiah 29 and 11 that his thoughts of us are good and not evil to give us an expected end. Our expectation will not be cut off. And that's why we got to renew our mind. See, because if we don't renew our mind, keep in mind, the expectation, if you say our expectation won't be, won't be cut off, that means that can work for you, it can work against you. If you, if, 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 prime example, I use this illustration. Uh, you know, we all know somebody that got a, 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 a victim mentality. They feel, they feel like everybody is against them. Yeah. And, and they figure, yeah. they, they feel everybody's against them. Well, if that's the man, if, if they expect everybody to be against them, the expectation, the expectation ain't going to be cut off. Right. So if they expect people to be against them, guess what? People going to be against them. Because mm -hmm. that's what they expect. So we got to understand what we expect. Our expectation will not be cut off. If we expect people to, to not support us, guess what? We ain't going to get no support. Whatever you expect, that's what's going to happen. He said our expectation will not be cut off. So we got, as, as God favors sons and daughters, we got to start expecting God to do what he said he's going to do. God, you yeah. said this. Right. God, you said I'd be the head and not the tail. Yeah. Above, only, not beneath. God, you said whatever my hand touched you will bless. Glory be to God. Mm -hmm. God, you said if I keep my mind stayed on you, you will keep me in perfect peace. God, you said that I will, I will be blessed coming in and blessed going out. God, you said that you would give me witty invention. God, you said you would give me the power to get wealth. God, you said you would supply all my needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. God, you said, I'm expecting what you said. But what we have to do, we got to be saying what he said. We got to say what he said and we'll see what he said. I know that don't make a whole lot of sense right there. When we say what he said, we'll see what he said. Glory to God. We got to be expecting it because he said his thoughts of us are good, yes. not evil, to give yes. us an expected end. Talking about unusual expectation. Yeah. We're talking about unusual expectation. Expectation has power. Yeah. Every promise of God requires faith. Yeah. Faith is simply an action that is full of expectation. 
I'm going to say that again. Every promise of God requires faith. Mm -hmm. Faith is simply an action that is full of expectation. Where you find faith, you find expectation. Faith is an action. Yeah. That's why I teach you that faith, that faith, faith, faith calls for corresponding action. That's why I say faith without works is dead. Every promise of God requires faith, and faith is simply an action that is full of expectation. Where you find faith, you find expectation. Where you find expectation, you find faith-filled words. Glory to God. Let me let me let me break it down. Let me break it down. Let me break it down. Let me break this down to you. Every promise of God requires faith. Faith is simply an action that is full of expectation. Where you find faith, you find expectation. Where you find expectation, you find faith-filled words. I'm going to sum this up right here with this, that he said over there in Romans 10, that if we confess with our mouth, mm -hmm. that's a faith-filled word, mm -hmm. if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart yeah. that Jesus died and rose, we shall be saved. Mm -hmm. You know, the action, the action is, is that the action part, you understand me, is the faith-filled words. Mm -hmm. You confess it with your mouth. Right. You understand me? The, the, the expectation you you believe the expectation part was that you know that you're gonna be saved. You confess with your mouth, you believed in your heart that Jesus died and rose. Amen. And the expectation is that your name is gonna be written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and you're gonna come in covenant with God, and you're gonna be saved and become a new creature. Every promise of God requires faith. It, 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 it requires faith for you to believe this. Yeah. yeah. It requires faith for you to believe this. You know, I, I, I'm to that point now. I'm to that point now that, well, you know, even with believers, faith, the faith message should be the first thing they hear. In so many words, you know, because it, it requires faith to even believe that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus died and rose, that you will be saved. It takes faith. So, you know what I'm saying? Every promise of God requires faith. Faith is simply an action that is full of expectation. So, where you find faith, you find expectation. And where you find expectation, you find faith-filled words. And what we got to realize, what we have to realize is this. We cannot get upset with other people that's walking uh, in, a, in a greater level than we are walking in because we are living in our expectation. I hope that made sense to you. See, sometimes we, we think, sometimes we think we will let the enemy uh, work, uh, play with our mind, and we think that that God loves somebody else more than He loves us. Because, well, you know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, I've been faithful to our church the same way these people yeah. been faithful. I give and I do this and I do that, and and and, and look at them. They just, you know, they just got blessed with this big old house, and and they this and this. well, they living in their expectation. See, because I'm gonna help you with this here. You know, you you, you ever well, it, 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 you know it. It, it don't take all that for me. Well, if that's your expectation, if you settling for less, uh, your expectation ain't gonna be cut off. If it don't, you know what I'm saying? You said, you know, I don't need all that, and you you don't have the faith to believe. Well, guess what? This is what's gonna happen. We living in our expectation. We got to be careful what we say because our expectation ain't gonna be cut off. You know, a lot of times people people attack verbally what they really want. But you understand me? You would never, you would never, you know, you would never attract what you attack. Right. You would never attract what you attack. So now you now now, now you saying certain things. So what you saying, your expectation ain't gonna be cut off. Your expectation gonna be cut off because they, you you're not believing. We living in our expectation. So we can't get upset and jealous, amen, at other people that that's living uh at, 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 at another level than we are living in. They living in their expectation. Glory to God. 
So we have to start thinking differently because God rewards our earnest expectation. If he say my expectation shall not be cut off, God is saying what I expect is what he will deliver. Glory be to God. What I expect is what he will deliver. You are living in your expectation right now. That's why I say amen a lot of time that, that God, God won't change what we continue to tolerate. We are living what we settle for, what we expect. That's what God, able God, God, God ain't going to cut it off. If we begin to expect more, we put them more, we, we expect more out of his word. Right. God, it got to be more to, to right. salvation than this. God, it got to be more to uh, the ministry than this. God, it got to be more to our church than this. God, it got to be more. So when we begin to expect more, glory to God, we're going to experience amen more. Amen. So we should, we should never fault others if they have expected a whole lot and living in theirs. You got it? Well, yeah. God, we got to understand that. Amen. And you, so, so, and you have not raised your expectation because you let the, the prophecies of doom and gloom talk you out of your expectation. We cannot, we cannot allow, uh, you know, statistical prophets and, and different things, amen, have happened in the past. He said, we call on him in the day of trouble. He will deliver. We got, amen, expect, we got to begin to put a demand on this expectation. Amen. The scriptures say your expectation will not be cut off. So I got to get you to raise your level of expectation. What you think about comes about. The Bible contains more. Oh, my God. The Bible contains so many promises about this. A promise is ground for expectation. This means if God gave you a promise, there is a way to receive that promise. And I've shared with you all for every promise, for every prophecy and every principle, there's a fate process. And as I shared with you earlier, some don't succeed because they don't expect. Raise your level of expectation. Right. Raise your level of expectation. It's God. It's God. He says, thoughts you are good and not evil to give you an expected end. We've seen it right here in the scripture where the beggar, amen, he, he expected. You would experience what you expect. You would never experience what you don't expect. My question right. to you, what are you expecting at this, at, 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 at this phase in your life? What are you expecting from God at, at this phase in your relationship with him? You got to make this thing personal. What are you expecting? He said your expectation will not be cut off. Expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. That something is about to happen. It's about to happen. So we, we're talking about unusual expectations. Unusual expectations. You're literally on the verge of a mega move in your life. We are about to see a mega move yeah. in our ministry. In every aspect of our life, God is going to allow us to see unusual breakthroughs, unusual blessings. Glory be to yeah. God. We're going to become yeah. unusual benefactors of yeah. things, God, that we didn't even realize. Yeah. Amen. That was uh, already laid right. up for us. I'm telling yeah. you, we fun experience unusual manifestation like never before, yeah. but we have to operate and we have to move in unusual expectation. Yeah. We have to move in unusual expectation. Thank you, Lord, that we are full of expectation. We refuse to live paralyzed by fear and doubt. We refuse to live in wondering and wavering. We choose to believe you, Father. We believe your promises, your plans, your dreams for our life. We believe in your power and miracles. We release our heart to soar in expectation. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. amen.